Murder Among Family contains some graphic content. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to Murder Among Family, where two sisters by choice talk about all that family drama and true crime because family drama can be murder. It's true. I'm Pam. And I'm Erin. And welcome back for our second episode. We have solved our audio issue by Aaron actually being in the room with me. Who would have thought? How did we get to this point <laughs> in our lives to actually be in the same room? You're so smart. I mean, goodness gracious. All it took was a sandwich. I mean. And a trip to the diner. And two cups of coffee. And your husband following us around. But it's fine. Pretty much. And now I'm sitting in a wet shower on like four towels. I have a couch cushion. Aaron's in my bathroom sitting next to a baby potty. On the floor. It's questionably clean. It's fine. I steam mopped maybe two years ago. Love your life. (laughs) It's not good. This, don't worry, we're going to definitely have pictures of this up on Instagram, so check that out. be in one of the murder stories. This is the beginning of a murder story, yes. Two girls on a bathroom floor. Oh, God, that's like... Speaking of two girls, why would you go to one cup? Why would you... That's not... When you see two girls, what else... Were they even in a bathroom? They were in a living room. It was disgusting. We have to get back on topic. (laughs) Follow me off the tangent train here, and this is the exit. It's rough. We are a minute and a half in, and you went two girls. I'm (laughs) I'm not editing any of this. People will know who we are because this is us. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, speaking of two girls. We are now going to journey to the fair island of Ireland. <laughs> Continent? Whatever. We're getting into it. Ireland is a country. Ireland is a country, but is it also not... It's not a continent. It That's is, for dang sure. No, it is not. I am a teacher. You should know. That. I should Even know, I know this. this. It is an island because... Which our, one's a continent? Africa. Africa. Australia is a country and a continent. That's why my brain is leaking. Not Ireland. Okay, we are now in Ireland. Welcome to Ireland. My mom just got back from Ireland. I have my honeymoon in Ireland. Oh, you did. I forgot. I've never been, so... Technically, it was like honeymoon part two because I did go to Disney before I went to Ireland. I can't. We drank in Ireland Disney, so maybe that counts. No. No, does not count. Mike got so... Oh, blasted. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, before we even get into the story, we have to do Corrections Corner. Yes. So, first of all, we want to apologize for last week when our sound sounded like garbage. It sounded like trash. It was not great. Sorry about that. I want to say thank you to my sister for alerting us to the trash noise that was <laughs> our last podcast. Thanks, Jenny. Jenny, we appreciate you. Also, Corrections Corner. It turns out my brother was not a drunk. My brother-in-law who missed Costco. <laughs> Although he does enjoy a beverage. He was, in fact, sick with the stomach flu. So, Jimmy, shout out to you, bro. Sorry. Sorry, Jimmy. We love you, and I'm taking you to Costco tomorrow. It's going to be great. Really? Yeah, I am. We're going first thing in the morning. It's going to be sweet. That's nice. Yeah, I got to get cheese after Um, that cheese board from Valentine's Day. I just bought a big thing of brie and some manchego and Swiss cheese and smoked Gouda. I I was going to try and offload a goat cheese on you, so thank you for letting me know all the cheeses you have, Mm -mm. because our life is just cheese. Delicious. (laughs) Anywho. Anyway. Okay. Back back to to Ireland. Ireland. Okay. (laughs) The Mullins were from Kilcare Gardens in South Dublin. Their parents, John and Kathleen McHale, raised a family of six. That's a lot of kids. Three boys and three girls. At least it's even. Even Stevens. John Mulhale. Mulhale? 
Mahail allegedly abused Catherine. Yay! The wife? Yes, I have to tell that's you. That's common. Common. Yeah. But also, not like among Irish people, just common just in general. Common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, this is the story I told you about that's just like, no one's a winner. Everyone's a loser. <laughs> It's a, that it would be me cursing. I know. It's a full-blown nightmare. It's bad. <laughs> if you were not hearing curse words, know that I've edited it. I'm sorry. I'm really trying. <laughs> I'm on spring break now, and it's just like, woo! Is that what this means? Trucker mouth. Technically, it's midwinter break. Whatever it is, yes. all I know is I'm glad that I have a break. Because while I love my students, yes. I am going to be on the news. <laughs> not for murder. Not for murder. <laughs> Not just poor decisions. That's what's going to happen. Okay. So, Kathleen uh, was being abused. Their marriage broke down, and Kathleen entered a relationship with a man named Farha Swahi Noor. And I am trying so hard, but no, I'm dyslexic, world. Please. just Sounds very Irish. a lot of... It is actually... Not Irish at all. Uh, African. <laughs> oh, wow. So we're going to double back. So in 2002, uh, Fahar Swahil Noor and Kathleen are a wicked awesome item. And like Ma- John Mahale before him, Noor allegedly uh, beat the bejesus out of Kathleen regularly. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, the second he started dating Kathleen, he moved into the family house. Now, at the time, the kids were a little bit older. I don't think all of them were in there. Mm-hmm. And now this story takes place in the mid Aughts. So when I show you these pictures, Aaron, I want you to understand that this was like 2000. Sorry, that was a bug. And uh, <laughs> tiny bug, don't worry. I know we're in a bathroom, but it's a small bug. Uh, <laughs> so Fahas Wahil Noor came to Ireland in December 1996. Let's get a little background. He okay. came from Kenya. Uh-huh. Didn't stop him from claiming he was Somalian and apparently called himself Shahili Sahalim. Uh, he also claimed uh, his whole family had been killed in Magadishu after the Somalian Civil War. His family was, in fact, alive, including his wife. Wow. Classy. <laughs> abandoned his wife, abandoned his family, lived in Ireland. How did he get, end up in Ireland? God only knows. I, I only dug okay. so deep uh, into okay. Irish okay. mirror. Right. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, okay. Well, oh, all of this is coming from the Irish mirror, but I will link all of our... Sources on the website and hopefully on Instagram as well. And I'm planning to put them into the podcast notes when I have five seconds and a computer. So we'll, that'll be up in the next millennia. <laughs> Mostly Irish Mirror, though. Just be aware of that. Uh, so uh, while Fahar was from Kenya, he was ethically, he was ethnically Somalian, like I am ethnically Jewish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it like, uh, it's like me saying I'm from the USSR. <laughs> Except I am not. I'm American, and I'm always from New York. So deal with wow. that. Uh, I've all I have been through the Ukraine on a layover, but like we didn't, we not. couldn't even buy anything. We didn't have Ukrainian money, and the bank said not to let me buy things there. Interesting. Yeah, I mean we've been in Europe. Okay, back to the story. Uh, Nora was <laughs> Nora's not the best guy. 
He doesn't sound the greatest from the little background you've given. <laughs> he Scott sounds like trash. Well, he also had four convictions for the kind of things of intoxication, threatening and abusive behavior. Oh, yeah, winner. Assault. And at the time of his death, yes, he dies. Oh, thank God. He was facing eight charges of disorder. Disorderly conduct? Of disorderly and assault, because it's Ireland. And one involving sexual assault where a knife was used in the assault and found at the scene by the Irish police called the Guardia, which is going to fork me over. Okay, he goes, here he goes. While he was convicted on three, three occasions, he never served any jail time, which is so friggin' cool, especially because in 1998, he raped a mentally disabled 16-year-old girl. Oh my god, this guy sounds like trash. I told you, no one is a winner. He is a trash bag, he, full of trash, in oh. a trash situation. Oh my god, that's so sad. She later gave birth to a son. And he got her pregnant! Oh my Two other god. women had children with him. Because he raped them? And both described being raped by him. Ah. Uh, now, in Ireland, the Department of Justice, Equality, and Law Reform ordered that he be deported, but he appealed and was granted Irish citizenship. Why? How, wh- how does that... I'm not in charge of Ireland or their citizenship. They need to get that under control. That sounds reckless. It's not great. Uh, In March 1999, on the grounds that he was the father of an Irish-born child. There we go. There was why. <laughs> Was it true? Well, he raped a bunch of ladies, so probably. (sighs) So cool, 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 cool. Just the coolest, right? Oh, my God. So just a long history of being a super cool bro and just respectful. Clearly. Very. Loving, loving life. Chill guy. Okay. Chill guy. Chill, chill bro. Now I'm going to show you a picture. Maybe I'm going to show you a picture. Oh, that's just a Pinterest page. That's not helpful. No, it is not. Google. Okay, we'll get back to the pictures. Um, so Linda Mahal and Charlotte Mahal were both Mahal children, two uh-huh. girls. Uh, they did not have the easiest life uh, as well. After watching their mother being abused at the hands of their father, they both turned to drugs and alcohol, you know, as a super fabulous coping mechanism. <laughs> Well, I mean, what else would you do? You know, classic, classic, classic. Uh, Linda left school early and had four children, but the relationship with their father (laughs) broke up when she got got into another relationship with uh, Wayne Kinsella, who also abused her. Uh, Who abused her? I don't know if she was abused by her first husband. And apparently the kids wound up, and apparently the children, he abused her and the kids. Oh. And he wound up serving a six-year sentence for his abuse of her children. Now. That's good. I mean, six years? That's not enough, but okay. Six years for abusing children? And I don't, they don't say how he abused them, but that's forking stupid. I mean. <laughs> yeah. My problem is, uh, like, any crime against a child, I think is just, like, it's the terrible. worst. Yeah, and like, Oh, yeah, because they're innocent. Well, we yeah. don't treat it, it... Not only has it hurt this child, but you've now hurt a, a person who's going to be an adult, and yeah, you have yeah. ruined society. Yeah, you ruined that whole person's life. I mean... Literally. And from the beginning, you're not even given it a chance. No chance. And so, you know, like, why don't you just spend, like, six years, and then come out and, like, hurt another kid? You know, start a cycle well, all over again. that's cyclical, yeah, because then that keeps happening, so they think it's fine. Ugh, it's a nightmare. And it worked out well for... 
Mama, Mama Charlotte. So let's keep going. Oh my god, that's so sad. Uh, now for a little tangent on Wayne, because Wayne is crazy. Who's Wayne? That's the guy who was abusing her kids. Oh, okay. Uh, he was thrown out of school for violent behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to his older sister, he who went on the radio, RTE Radio, in 2013... Uh, she said that he was always crazy violent. Even as a child, he would beat his own family members, including his parents. Why would they allow that? He had broken her jaw on more than one occasion. What? Uh, and had given an eight-year sentence for killing a retired auctioneer. What'd that guy do to him? Probably but also, nothing. why eight years? He killed a man. That should be life. I mean, something. He's a horrible person. Eight years. Wow. He killed this man named Thomas Foreman, who was just visiting his wife's grave. And just like... And killed him? Just killed him. Jesus Christ. Uh, this man also finally went to jail for life, which we know doesn't mean life. I mean... Yeah, well, it means eight years. Apparently. For killing <laughs> another person named Adil Esahali. Uh, he stabbed him to death because he thought he was involved with the death of his brother, uh, he had nothing to do with his brother's death. He's just going around murdering just people for stabbing no people. reason. Okay. Wow. This is not Charlotte. This is Linda. Okay, back to Linda and Linda's wonderful dating life. Okay. So Linda's dating this great guy. He mm-hmm. definitely is. She's he's definitely in like a great headspace. You know, beating her children. Obviously, makes sense. What else would you want? She was also knee deep in alcoholism and wow. loved that sweet sweet heroin. Oh my god. <laughs> Which I definitely wrote down in my notes. <laughs> At the That's time nice. of the murder that was committed, she was 30 years old. Okay. Jeez. I'm going to show you a photo of Linda later. You're going to be like, what? Oh my okay, she... speaking of the sisters, let's yeah. talk Charlotte. Because okay. that was not Mama Charlotte, that was Mama Linda, and I'm so tired. Uh, at the time of the murder, Charlotte was 21. Okay. She also loved drugs. Well. And loved that alcohol, family trait. <laughs> She had a few convictions for criminal damage and public order offenses, which in America, I believe, is like vandalism and just being drunk in the streets. Okay, disorderly conduct. Which just sounds a little like nighttime in Ireland, though. Well, I mean, Ireland is known for being reckless, right? Right. Isn't, aren't they the fighting Irish for a reason? Because I think that's always... just Notre Dame. <laughs> Oh. Well, I don't know. I feel like whenever I hear about Irish people, they're always just really violent. Now, is that racist like the Redskins are racist? It might be. I feel like it is. Redskins is definitely racist. Well, I mean, the Redskins are super racist, but the Fighting Irish sounds racist, too. Cause... Cause they, and they have, like, just, doesn't he have, like, bubbles underneath them? Although, to the be beer? fair, I was going to start a fight at my Irish wedding. So. Well. And I'm not Irish. You are not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I had to make sure that I'm I had Irish. range of motion in my wedding dress to punch my father-in-law in the face. Not in my current. Not Frank. Oh. Frank is my stepfather-in-law. Oh, the real one. The real oh, father-in-law. He was going to get one right in the friggin' face by Sean. No, he knows better. See? And he moved to Florida without saying anything, and if I ever see him again, I see you, buckaroo. Punch him right in the nose. I don't need his business. <laughs> no. Okay, so... Keep moving. <laughs> okay, back to work. Okay. So, Charlotte loves alcohol. Uh-huh. <laughs> Poor Charlotte. Uh, okay, and Wiki says in her bio, uh, that she did sex work. No other information. So, sweet. Way to really dig in deep. She's a sex worker. Yes, which is what we're calling them. Okay. Because that's the proper term now. Sex worker. Yes. Did you not know that they're not called the P word anymore? I did not know that. Yes, sex worker is the preferred term. 
Okay. You also mm-hmm. can't say committed suicide. You're supposed to say completed suicide. Really? Yes, because like you commit murder. Right, and you're still alive after. Well, no, like to commit murder means to like, you know, yeah, I went after it, I did it. To complete suicide is like you finished it, you and like commit suicide kind of feels like it makes the family behind feel bad. I mean, interesting. As a person whose father completed suicide, I don't really care. But that's the terminology that is preferred in the in the vernacular today. So there we go. Here we go. Uh, so the year was two thousand five. Pam, senior high school. Aaron. Yeah, me too. Aaron. Senior in high school. Senior in high school. I graduated in two thousand six. They... Literally seventeen years old. I was seventeen. Aww. So. Anyway, go on. Just wearing some plastic shoes from Old Navy. Basically. Taking no, math B for yeah, the sixtieth time. Yeah. yeah. I failed math B like a lot of times, and <sighs> I had to retake sucked. geometry because I. Not good at math. My mom talked my math teacher into being my tutor, and I had to go to his apartment on Avenue U, and it was a nightmare. That does not sound great. It was a real bummer, and yet I still became a teacher. So, like, there you go. There you are. There you are. Okay, so, but over in Ireland, the Mahals were having a fun family day. Mm-hmm. What is a family day with these nutcases, you say? Murder. Well, Fahar. Drugs, alcohol. Fahar. Domestic violence. <laughs> Pretty much. So Fahar bought some vodka. See? Kathleen bought some Coca-Cola. Uh-huh. Not a Pepsi family, apparently. I was going to say cocaine, but... Uh, that comes later. Uh, <laughs> drank some uh, vodka sodas as they walked around the city. I guess they dumped out half the cola. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Uh, they hit Broadway, and Charlotte and her mom, Kathleen, popped some ecstasy. Oh, there we go. There's the drug. Cool, cool, cool. Ecstasy. Also, when you see a picture of Kathleen, the mom, like... I don't yeah, ever yeah. see her doing ecstasy. Like, it makes me feel like she shouldn't be doing ecstasy. Okay. But it also explains their eyebrows, so we'll see how it goes. Got it, got it, okay. So, here is the best part. They, uh... Oh. No, no, no. Here we go. So then, and then they had a... So they had some ecstasy. Awesome. Uh, next, they went back to Kathleen's home, where the ladies took even more ecstasy. And, they took more than one dose in a day? Well, and... Uh, Linda accidentally had some ecstasy because Mom Kathleen crushed it into their drinks so that everyone would be on the same buzz. So, good decision making round the, round the bend. That's awesome. Lots of people making cool choices and better decisions. That's rough. Now, it doesn't say if Nora was high, but he was drinking, so they were all compromised and... Linda was sitting on her sister's lap listening to a CD because it was like a million years ago. For all those young people, a CD is like a circular thing that played music. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, Nora comes over and sits next to them on the love seat. Now, apparently not a lot of seating options in this room. Because <laughs> it seems like there's one love seat. But whatever. <laughs> I digress. Well, there's the floor. That's seating arrangement enough for us. So Nora starts molesting Linda. What? Just In front of the kids? No one's there. No oh. kids are there. They're very high on ecstasy. Why would you bring children? Why would you have ecstasy, ecstasy with your mother? Just... I don't know. Lots of questions. Lots. Okay. So right, he's, he's like touching her, her and... That's terrible. So she's obviously doing great. Which Wikipedia says sexually touching. I'm going to say molesting. Okay? Because let's just be... Let's, let's call a spade a spade. Doesn't molesting mean sexually touching? I, I guess so. Will. Uh, and because it's her mom's boyfriend, she's like, you really need to stop. Yeah, good for her. And let's all remember that this guy is definitely at least a rapist of one person. At least one. 
from if not three Somalia. He's not from. He's from Kenya. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. He thinks he's Somalian. He thinks he's so friggin' cool. I don't know. I don't know why that would be cooler than Kenyan. I don't know. I don't think anyone in Ireland cared. But who gives a crud? No. Uh, and at least, uh, yeah, at least two other women accused him. Uh, she said in her police statement, he pulled me close to him and said something in my ear I did not understand, but I knew it was dirty. Oh, God. Dirty. Oh. It caused me to shiver, she said. Ew. He then said something about them being creatures of the night, and she asked... What? Oh, he, he wouldn't let go of her. Kathleen now remembers... Uh, now remember, she is a mom. Mm-hmm. Hold on, why can't I read English? He wouldn't let her go. Kathleen now apparently remembering uh, her mom, <clears throat> and she's worried her mom's going to get angry, uh, and maybe he's hitting on other women, and, like, she's really upset about that. Uh, the whole thing is a Jerry Springer episode. Oh, I love Jerry Springer. Though. Kathleen starts screaming at Nor, which, uh, and, and Charlotte starts screaming. At some point in the argument, Kathleen says to her daughters, just kill him for me. Jeez. And Charlotte was like, okay, and she picks up a... And she killed him? She picked up a Stanley knife and started stabbing. Jeez. She was just like, ah! And she slices Nora's throat. Ah! Uh, Now I'm reading this, and I'm like, what the heck is a Stanley knife? Is that like an Irish knife? Uh, No, it is just a box cutter. Oh, I was thinking it was like... Like a like big a old chef's knife or yeah, something. I thought it was like or like a machete. Crocodile Dundee. Oh yeah, yeah. That's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense either, because why would you have that knife? But then again, why would you only have a love seat? Uh, uh, Put out a folding chair. You're gonna have a nice ecstasy party. You set up seating. Maybe they were so high they didn't need seating. God only knows. God only knows. Uh, so she cuts him, uh, his cuts to the throat, knocks him to the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Linda then picks up a hammer, because mm-hmm. apparently they just had just stuff Tools everywhere. Lying around? Just, like, a bunch of stuff, uh, and starts bashing him in the head, like, a bunch of times. After his throat was slit? Yes. Just uh, to make sure he was dead? Yeah. Well, now I'm gonna understand how Linda got involved. She was molested. She was in a previous relationship with a ton of violence. Her kids were suffering from that violence. If I was a lawyer, I feel like I could have gotten her off. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you could say that she's psychologically damaged. Right here. What she does next is a little bit psycho, right. and so not my favorite. Okay. Um, they drag Nora to the bathtub and begin dismembering him. Yeah. Uh. Oh. All I'm saying is if they had called the cops right there, I think they would have been fine. They literally... Ew. If they had stopped right there and said, there was a fight, he was trying to, you know, molest me, me. Kill me, murder me. And do I don't know what happened, and I attacked. Or he was hurting my sister, I had to get him off. Um, so they cut off his head and his penis using a bread knife. Oh, that's how I got this cut. Yes, that is how you cut your finger, which we will now put up on Instagram. Oh, my God. Well, they got to glue it back together. I don't think they're going to glue his penis back on. Well, he's dead, so it doesn't matter. Although, it did work out for what's-his-face Bobbit. Bobbit. The, the penis cutter. You don't remember this? Uh, I'll do an episode on it if oh you want. Oh, my God. That was fuckocta. 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 <laughs> they sawed off his head and his penis with a bread knife. With a bread knife. Oh, God. Um, that must have taken a lot of effort. I don't think it does because, you know, the bread knife serrated. is serrated. I think, well, the neck, definitely. The I penis, no. Yeah, penis no, is penis soft is just, tissue. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> you got bones in there too. You got to get through that vertebrae. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right here, I say, I don't even understand the mechanics behind it. Oh, they chopped off his arms and legs and wrapped them in thin, pla- thick plastic bags. Then they put them in a sports bag and dropped them in the river. Because where else would you put it? Well, it's not great. <laughs> look at all, like, three women just walking down, just jumping things into the ocean. That's not a good look. They probably did it at night. Yeah, probably. I hope they did it at night. At least they're smart enough to do it at night. They decided to dump the other body parts in a local park. Why? Uh, they literally had to walk through a shopping center to get to the park. That sounds... Why would they just dump the whole thing? Uh, Charlotte dug a hole with the knife to bury the head. Dug a hole with the knife? She didn't even use, like, a spoon? Well, then I have so many other questions. How many knives did they have? Was it the bread knife? two knives. They had a Stanley knife and they had a bread knife. Well, then you're digging with a box cutter. That just seems inappropriate. This whole thing is inappropriate. I just... It's not the right tool, and it makes me upset. They sh- maybe they didn't have any spoons. Maybe that was all that they had, because they only eat potatoes. They definitely had a spoon, because if you're doing hair when you have a spoon, is this okay, all I'm saying? Because you smoke it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you no, melt you it? No, you melt it, and then you put it in the needle, and then you shoot it. I gotta tell you right now, that's all I know from New Amsterdam. It's just that heroin, heroin? episode. Yeah. It was a good episode. If you haven't been watching New Amsterdam, I highly suggest it. Okay. Okay. Okay, here we go. So, uh, they dug a hole with a knife, like a psycho. Uh, Stanley knife. <laughs> uh, the, the, this will haunt me later. Uh, later, Linda said she went back to the park, dug up the head, and put it in her son's school bag. Ew, what? And transferred it to a field uh, in Talagath. Where she broke it up with a hammer some more and then kissed the bag and told Nora she was sorry and said, sorry? Why would I say sorry like that? She was sorry because I'm American. She was sorry. I'm not Canadian. Maybe. I mean, at this rate. I mean, maybe. She had Irish. This is uh, right. And said a prayer and drank tons of vodka before burying the bits of head again. The bits of head? How, How did she smushed from... it up with a hammer, remember? Uh, oh my god. It's not great. <laughs> this whole st- I told you this. No one's a winner. This is oh. Everyone's a loser. So when did All right, so what's what happens next? Okay, so it must have been a different hammer cuz they threw the first hammer in with the bag of legs into the water okay. and the knife. So it has to be a different knife that they dug with a head. Which I'm um, that's why I'm saying just get a spoon. Get, yeah, get it's or a ladle. It's something. the wrong tool. Yeah, it's not great. Who, who use your hands. I don't know. Yeah, literally use your hands. I'm telling you, Charlotte's the crazy one. I don't know if it's the sex work or the sheer volume of ecstasy, but it was not a good situation. <laughs> so... <laughs> the sheer volume of sex work. And because they are terrible at this, like two days later, there was body parts floating down the river. Oh, wait, ten days later, they found a bunch of body parts just bobbing around. Why would well, they're I'm not, not smart. I was gonna say, I'm not put a rock in it. Yes, I agree. Literally, just it's already be- whatever. So the Irish police called the Garda, uh, have aqua divers. Uh, yeah, okay, they call them sub aqua divers. Yeah, in America, they're just divers, <laughs> and they get most of the body parts out. They can't find all the body parts because uh, the rest were in the dark. park. Yeah, and I'm like, if you're going through the park, put it in the garbage can. Whatever. Literally put it in the garbage can and let a sanitation worker get it. Uh, Nora was immediately identified because he was wearing a weird t-shirt on the torso. Uh, apparently... They identified him by the t-shirt? He was wearing, yeah. Like, immediately. It was like a weird t-shirt. What? 
Apparently, okay. there's some crime stopper in Ireland, and there's a, a guy t-shirts. who died with that t-shirt. He's like, hey, that's I know that guy. T-shirt. That's his t-shirt. <laughs> okay. Don't take the t-shirt off. Just <laughs> cut his penis off. Sure. Um, Seems very bad. The, Catherine and Linda... Oh, Kat, not Catherine. Why am I saying... Kathleen's the mom. Kathleen. Kathleen the mom skips out of Ireland. She leaves. Where's She's she on the run. We come back to it because oh, it's okay. hilarious. Oh, okay. Charlotte and Linda, um, like, almost immediately get arrested in August wow. 2005. Uh, but they say they don't know anything. And Linda calls the cops and admits she knows something like the next day. Uh... Before the police uh, really have anything on the women, Linda's like, I, I just have to tell you what happened because I can't live with myself. Uh, they go to search Kathleen's home. They mm-hmm. found blood stains and DNA and all the evidence. Uh, once Linda confessed, uh, she must have told her mom because her mom jumped on the first flight out of Ireland. Bye, Mom! Where'd she go? We will definitely come back to it. Don't ask me again. I will need to get through this freaking... We're on page three of five. Oh, my God. Okay. Linda and Charlotte were arrested by the police. They could not find Kathleen anywhere. Uh, They charged them with murder, and they pled not guilty. Uh, The trial was in October 2006. This is recent. It was really recent. Um... Uh, before I say anything more, I just want to say Linda was charged with only manslaughter. Uh, the jury thought she had been provoked. Charlotte, on the other hand, was convicted of murder. Okay. That, what I found interesting is that Linda's statement, uh, was not only, was not able to be used against Charlotte in her case. So I don't know what the deal is with Irish law, but she was still convicted. Uh, interesting. Linda's statement was only used in her own case. Now, mm-hmm. Linda appealed the conviction... Uh, which I think is a bit much, uh, mm-hmm. as she claimed that they didn't take her psychiatric and probation reports into context. Uh, the okay. appeal failed. Charlotte tried to appeal her case, uh, saying that the judge put pressure on the jury to reach a verdict, even though they came back deadlocked, which I don't love. I That's like a gray area for me, too. Hmm. I, I don't think that's cool. But that failed because the defense didn't uh, comment it on it during trial. And that's like British law. <laughs> that's Erin dropping her phone, not the baby monitor in the toilet again. <laughs> Just so everyone knows. The baby monitor is here. It is very close to the toilet. It is very close to the toilet. But that was... <laughs> that was Erin dropping her phone. <laughs> uh, and the jury said they didn't feel pressure. But like they polled the jury and asked them. They were like, hey, did you feel pressure to come to a... A, a verdict and they were like no yeah, I'm good not really which could you imagine getting that phone call no like you finally get over this horrible and case done, and you're like I'm going back to work like everything just let me teach kindergarten yeah. you know like normal. let me live my life they're like hey let's talk about this one thing that was really terrible and probably gonna haunt you for the rest of your life you know they saw the photos yes. they saw all of the body parts oh. anyway we don't have those do we yeah we do. oh god I, no, not the body part photos. Oh, okay. Whew. The Irish are very... I can't look at that one. Although I was surprised, because the Irish mirror kind of, I feel like they would have that. But whatever. Okay. So Linda and Charlotte actually wound up at the same prison for a while. Oh, Isn't that friends. nice? They get to hang out. Uh, February 2018, Kathleen decided to come back to Ireland. She was hiding in England. Okay. She had changed her name. She was married to this new guy. It okay. was hilarious. Uh-huh. Um... She was charged with two counts of lying to the police, police and withholding information. She was also charged with interfering with a murder case. She pled guilty to cleaning up a crime scene, which she obviously did not do that well. No, obviously. Because the cops came and saw everything. 
and I'm concealing saying, everything. Get a rock. I mean, a and rock. Dig a hole with a spoon. I mean, it probably would have been. Don't go back and dig it up again. Once things are buried, you let it lie. What they should have done is set it on fire. I mean, you can't get a fire that hot in a city no. center. Oh, I forget they're in a city. Yeah. Well, she was sentenced to five years in May 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, the police wanted her to get at least seven years, but her daughters wouldn't testify against her. Kathleen wound up in the same jail as her daughters. Now, Fahar's wife, remember, he's still mm-hmm. alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Sunday Tribune actually went down and, like, talked to her, and it was all up on Murderpedia, which is another source that I definitely... Murderpedia? It's like Wikipedia, but for murder. murder. Uh, wow. Fahar Noor's wife remembers that he was a family man, uh, and, and they live in poverty in Kenya with two children and no job. He's a family man. Uh, Sounds like a real family. She's angry about the lenient sentence. I have so many feelings about it, but I can't. My head will explode, she said. Um, Nora's family said that they fell apart. His daughter died after he found out he was dead, quote, from shock. Definitely not. She can't def- die from track. Well, I guess you can, well, I mean, but maybe like... if it's super extreme, but like for real? They hadn't seen him in years, and he was out having new families in Ireland, so... beating the... Beating people. I mean, seriously, I don't think they were missing anything, but whatever. No. Uh, his wife continues, my son doesn't want to go to school anymore. He doesn't care anymore. He says, my father is already dead. There is nothing else. My that father was like my father was chopped to death. So what is left? Chopped. Yeah, he was. I mean, maybe that's average. I don't know. Whatever. He has become very rough and doesn't like, he wasn't like that before. It's okay. Here we go. Okay. So, okay. when Kathleen fed to England, she wound up dating yes. a rapist. A rapist? Which I should have looked up what that is. What is a, hold on. What's a rapist? Uh, Maybe he's like a rap singer. An, am I saying rapist? No, rapist. R-A-P-I-S-T. A person who commits rape. A rapist in England. <laughs> I thought it was something else. She has, oh no, here we go. I feel bad for this woman because she really sucks at picking people. Look at Finish these, reading Pam. Look at these results. Yeah, I know. It's that great. <laughs> and of course, my dyslexia comes out. I'm like, rapist? Is a rapist? Maybe he raps things at Nordstrom's? You sound like DJ. I'm going to die. <laughs> when she ran off to England, she dyed her hair blonde, went by Kathleen. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, was on government assistance. Okay. And was dating a man from Sierra Leone, so she has Ooh, a type. The south of France. Honey. Africa. Oh, yeah. Sierra Leone, not Nice. <laughs> Sierra Leone. <laughs> don't south you, of geography France. Geography is not my strong suit, okay? You were so set on I it. I was so confident on that, You were too. very I'm confident. She's in England. I, she, well, she found an African gentleman. She African gentlemen are not working out well. These are the epilogue. After the girls were arrested, Linda and Charlotte's father, John Mahale, killed himself by hanging himself in the park where they threw out the body parts. Why there? At some point during all of this, Linda tried to take her own life as well. She committed suicide. She did not complete it. No, no, no. Completed suicide. Yeah, that's what that guy Not committed murder. (laughs) Not (laughs) committed. Anyway. (laughs) Sorry. Linda tried to take her own life. Sorry, that was my phone falling this time. Uh, Linda tried to take her own life as well. In the same park? And spent a li- um, little over a week in a mental hospital. No, uh, it was after she got out of prison, though. 
Uh, most Why of was she just doing it in prison? They don't care about what's happening in prison. No, I think the, the news started hounding her when she got out. They were following uh, her everywhere, and she, like, couldn't deal with what she had done. And to, well, think, think twice next time. Think I mean, better. don't be so terrible. No one is good in this situation. Literally no one. I told you, there's no heroes. <laughs> this was all because it was supposed to be murder among sisters with my sister, and it was supposed to be sisters who kill, and literally no women kill. It's a nightmare. Except for the two oh twins, which we will definitely be covering later, that killed their mother. That was a nightmare as well. But there was definitely a hero in that situation. We'll get back to it. Okay. Um... <laughs> 2009, Linda said to other inmates that she didn't bury Nora's head in that field. Instead, she threw it out after she smashed the pieces in that park garbage can. Uh. There was a new scandal where Charlotte, classy lady that she is, uh, was in a co-ed prison, which apparently is a thing in Ireland. Who knew? Uh, That is not a thing in the U.S. Wait, is there a thing? Is it a co- Can you have a co-ed prison in the U.S.? I don't think so. Minimum security? I don't know. Maybe they're, like, different wings. I, don't I think... would just assume. Maybe it's, like, the same building, but, like, men get the left and women get the right. I would think so, right? Them, but I don't think they could be together because I think that's too dangerous. Right? Well, she was in a co-ed prison, and a photo got out of her holding a knife to another inmate's neck, like, in a joking manner. There was, like, a cake involved. I have that picture, actually, right here. Oh. Um, Charlotte got into a lot in prison. She met Karen Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was in prison for assault for three years. They fell in love, but Karen died at 25. She found she was found after an She's overdose. A she has no preference, I believe. She is all over the map. In Interesting. Two, in 2008, uh, this photo of Charlotte came out. Uh, with her, she was hold, bleh, she was holding a knife to the throat of fellow inmate Dennis Gibney. Apparently. Uh, this assume it was taking the cell phone, which is also contraband. It was in the prison kitchen when they were joking around. Gibney was convicted for drug possession, and they how moved Charlotte to a different prison. How did they get into the prison kitchen? They were working. Oh. Uh, prisoners are basically slaves. It's a whole... I'll get into it later. It's an it idea. is. It's a bad sitch. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, get cents on the hour. She has since been moved back because in 2019, Charlotte was actually caught having sex with a jail worker in her cell. Oh, God. They suspected it and interviewed Charlotte and the worker, but they were caught literally in the middle of having sex in her, in her jail cell. Wow, uh, oh, that a, seems like a bad idea. The second worker was caught in Charlotte's cell. Apparently, she had an ensuite bathroom, fancy jail. And the prison officer was called, was caught in her shower, quote, very flustered. What? It's a mess. Okay, here's the last bit of it. Uh, In prison, Linda Mm -hmm. tried to do right and threw herself into the prison hair salon. Linda was released after 12 years. She said she just wanted to live her life. She stays in touch with a guard that she fell in love with. Oh, my God. Stop. he has since left the jail and is started a new career. Well, that's good. Good for her, I guess. Moving on. She is estranged from her mother who blames Linda for everything. To be fair, if she kept her trap shut, I mean, they didn't have anything on them. <sighs> Not to side with literally anyone in the situation. I'm just saying, like, take a breath. <laughs> she had been having some hard times. Uh, she tried to com- complete suicide again through self-harm and drugs. So she tried twice. Um, and she failed twice? She failed twice. 
Uh, I think her daughter puts it best, and this is going to be the final sentence of the story. Uh, if an actual rapist and murderer had killed Linda, Charlotte, and Kathleen, would it make a difference? Personally, there are no winners in this bummer story. Well, no, clearly. Everyone loses. Everyone's dead or in jail, and the three, the women are in jail. Look how cute she is. I'm sorry, my daughter is just adorable and just made the cutest move in her sleep. Oh, she moved? Yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to show you... you... about it? Baby monitors are kind of creepy. I mean, basically we're perving on her while she's sleeping. We're just peeking. But then again, if she rolls off the bed and died, I'm going to be really bad about it. So here we go. We have... Oh, my God. The first photo is Charlotte Mahale. Look at them eyebrows. She looks like she's done some drugs. Like, remember how we used to do the bangs like that where you put your whole hair up and then you have two long strands I never did that. Okay, so I did that once and my mom made fun of me so I never did it again. <laughs> Rita is so <laughs> reckless. She is reckless. <laughs> this is Linda. Okay. <laughs> Linda doesn't look so bad. I mean, her eyebrows aren't great. They're basically non-existent. But that cigarette that she's holding makes her look really cool. And that jean jacket. <laughs> She knows how to put an eyeliner on, I guess. I mean, on the top and bottom lid. Look at them; they're walking. Walking. Her hips don't lie. Oh well, she yeah. She looks kind of bald right here. That's what I'm saying. Man. Her, oh, her hair looks weird. Like this. Like, She's been through stuff. Who's this one? That's Linda. Linda's got some good hair. She looks normal. And considering she had four children. Oh, she looks great. You would think that this one, this one. She had two children, but they took them away. Well, can you blame them? Mm. This one looks like a mess. Well, there what she is, is holding the knife to this her. This is her lover. No, just the guy in prison that she was friends with. How come they get cakes in prison? What, we should beat them? <laughs> her hair is an absolute mess. Look at her edges. She didn't even... Oh, I can't... It looks like they're tattooed on the side of her head. All I'm saying is she is luring jail workers in left, right, and center. And so she's got a cake. She's doing something right. Here is the knives. That is the this Stanley like, knife. That's yes. what I thought the knife was going to yes, be. Yes, exactly. This is the and that's serrated a bread knife that I cut my finger on. That is the serrated that knife. Ru- See, because it has bagels next to it, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> Just a word for the wise. Don't ever cut bread on a granite surface. Um, no, it's slippy. It's super slippy. Put a paper towel down. <laughs> Follow up. This is all on Instagram at Murder Among Family. Come visit us. Say hi. Yes. Like a photo. Uh, here is Mama Kathleen living her best life, mm-hmm. and you can see where the eyebrows come from. Uh. Well, this one on the right is really, like, good, but this one on the left just looks, like, frowny. Ugh, they all look horrible. There they are again. Oh, she's looking pretty good for being in prison. Like, her hair is down. She's got a lot of cleavage going on. Some weird choker necklace. I think this is part of the trial. Oh, never mind. Oh, God, look at that look. She's like, I'm gonna get you. There's just a lot of eyeliner. Oh, is this the guy that they cut up? This is, yeah, this is the guy they cut up. Look at all of his muscles. He definitely looks Somalian. Kenyan. African? Does he look African, Aaron? <laughs> I don't know. He's got like a little bead around his neck or something. Yeah. Maybe a shark tooth. Well, and this is the only photo I can find of him. I don't have a photo of him he raping looks like he's a small a good disabled time. girl. So. Other women look like they're not having such a great time, but that's because they're in prison. They're on but their way to prison. <laughs> she got a cake in prison, though, so I'm not sure what the issue is. My question is, are you worried that you won't get cake in prison? I'm not going to prison, so I will always <laughs> Okay, now for our next segment. Yes. So now we're going to end the podcast with our patented segment, Weird Family Stories. (laughs) And we're starting with this one because it is amazing. I told you a little bit about it because I was so excited. (laughs) We're not re-recording this 
at all. No. <laughs> I heard about it uh, on Moms and Murder, which is a fun podcast I listen to, so check it out. We also follow it on Twitter. We also follow it on Twitter, and we also follow it on Instagram. Hey, ladies. It's two mom friends in Florida, uh, and you think they'd have, like, a ton of Florida crimes, but they don't. They're all over the place. It's great. And I love their episode, their segment, where it's like, they Google that city. You would think that the, all the crimes would happen in Florida, though, because I feel like every time you hear Florida man, it's just nuts. Well, that's because Florida has the law where they have to be transparent about their arrest records. Oh, Isn't that crazy? Is that it? Oh, yeah. That's oh. why you always hear Florida man, because they just put everything online. It's <laughs> <laughs> rough. And this is about a famous person and a famous family. So Candace Bergen, which I hope I'm pronouncing that right, because I gotta say I'm not 100% sure, and I've heard it pronounced several ways. Got it. Okay. And I've asked you this before. You do not remember Murphy Brown, which kills no, me. No, I don't. Because it was Casablanca. my dad's. No. Casablanca? Miss Congenial? <laughs> yeah, she was in Casablanca. <laughs> she is Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> then she she changed into a woman, and now she's Candace Burke. Miss Congeniality. Miss Congeniality. She's the mo- she's the uh, pageant owner from Miss Congeniality. I have the letter right. Uh, Murphy Brown was one of my dad's favorite shows, and they rebooted it on CBS for like a hot second. It did not do well, I believe, and now it has been well. canceled again because CBS doesn't know when to leave things alone. But it was really funny when it was on. It was really- I watched it because <laughs> I'm, I'm so messed up. Anyway. Okay, so here we go. Uh, I actually called my mom and, like, asked her, because I thought it was her favorite show, and she's yeah. like, no, I freaking hated Murphy Brown, and I'm like, what? <laughs> we used to watch it all the time. It turns out I was watching it with my dad. Okay, so, <laughs> basically, mm-hmm. oh, well, Murphy Brown is basically my dad's life. He's the contractor that Murphy Brown falls in love with at the end, and they have a baby together. We oh. never get married, except my parents got married. Okay, we need to stop. Focus on the story, Pam. <laughs> Power through. <laughs> Like, cheese Louise, I hope this is still recording. Yeah, it's still recording. Okay, good, it's still recording. Okay, so... <laughs> this is rough. Oh, being in the same room is the best. Bergen, <laughs> Ms. Bergen just wrote a new book called A Fine Romance, where she talks about her relationships with her father, Edgar, and her brother, Charlie. Well, her brother was a little different than other kids because he was a ventriloquist dummy. It's weird. And Erin's just shaking her it's head. Weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Candace talked about how she would sit on her father's knee and he would squeeze the back of her neck uh, to indicate that she should open and shut her mouth and she would Charlie have like would have these full-blown conversations at the breakfast table with her dad. Uh, The ventriloquist doll? Yeah. Oh god. Uh, Charlie had his own room in the family house. The doll? Yeah. And it was bigger than Candace's room. What? (laughs) Okay. The saddest part was when he passed, um, Candace's father left Charlie $10,000. Uh, not and that Candace got nothing? She got nothing. And not that she needed it, she was really famous, and she had done modeling work, and she was a very successful actress, but, you know, it sucks, because that's, like... Because all that money was left to a doll, so what happened to the money? It just got left? I'm guessing nothing, because Charlie can't spend money. He is a... he's a doll. Ventriloquist dummy. It's rough. <laughs> Talk about feeling inadequate, God. Never live, and you like you're never gonna get daddy's love. Nope, never. Sucks. The doll's gonna get it. It's not great. It's so weird that there's people out there like that. Has your dad left money to a ventriloquist doll? No, my dad just left <laughs> money. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, listener? Do you have any wacky stories? Do you have a sibling who's also a ventriloquist dummy? Amen. <laughs> Maybe a puppet? (laughs) 
Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Send us your family stories, and we might just read it on the podcast. You can email us at murderamongfamily at gmail.com. Check us out at insur- check us out at on Instagram mm-hmm. at Murder Among Family or on Twitter. <laughs> That's Erin doing the Twitter. So, do you want to feel see our free Twitter? to send her some weird stuff? I would love to see our Twitter. Um, if you want to see all the photos we talked about in this podcast today, check us out on Instagram. Uh, if you want to just shout out us real quick, text us on the text us on the Twitter. And the tweeter. The tweeter. Uh-huh. Uh, and we should have a website up soon, so we'll touch back on that. But it's probably going to be murderamongfamily.com. So, yeah, like, sounds good. don't kill yourself about it. it sounds good. Okay. <laughs> See you next time, guys. Bye! Bye. <coughs> Why am I dying? Ugh.